Got your macros dialed but confused about how to run a nutrition business? This episode of Two Brain Radio is perfect for you. Today, we talk to Lindsay Van Schoik, Two Brain's nutrition business expert. She'll tell you how to start and price nutrition programs, find coaches, and improve efficiency. Grab a healthy snack. I'm back with Lindsay right after this. What if you could avoid a bunch of mistakes that are going to cost you money? Well, you can. Head to twobrainbusiness.com and click free tools at the top. You'll find a monstrous pile of resources that contain the collected wisdom of a host of gym owners, including the one and only Chris Cooper. Retention, marketing, hiring, selling, or buying a gym, it's all there for free. No catches, just free help. Click the free tools link in the show notes and avoid all the potholes on the road to profit. It's Two Brain Radio. I'm Mike Warkin and here with Lindsay Van Schoik. She's the owner of CrossFit Final Call with two locations in Illinois. She runs the nutrition and wellness programs there. She's also a nurse, nurse practitioner. She's got credentials from Working Against Gravity and Precision Nutrition. And in her office hours every week, she helps two brain business clients build and grow their own nutrition businesses. Today, she'll help you do the same. Lindsay, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for being here. This nutrition is such a you know a fasting topic and so many people are interested in putting this program in their gym because it can really grow revenue. I'm really excited to talk to you about it today. Yeah, you too. Let's get right into it. I want to know, first of all, uh, how long have you been running a nutrition program and why did you start one at your gym? So we opened our first location in the fall of 2017. Um, and we pretty much started with nutrition right when we got going. Um, we had a PT client um, come to us and he was wanting um, to lose some weight and just work on his health and fitness. And so he asked me, can you help me with nutrition? And I was like, uh, I, we don't have this started up yet. So pretty much we researched it um, and got, a, got our nutrition program going really quickly after we found out that it was a need and a want in our um, community. And so since then, it's just really taken off. Um, in our gyms, nutrition probably brings in a third of our revenue in both wow. locations. Um, so um, it's not only helping our gym's business, but it's also helping um, our mission and vision, which is to make our community the healthiest community in Illinois. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's really interesting because I've had the same experience at our gym where for a long time we were pretty good, I think at fitness coaching, but we didn't offer nutrition programs uh, because it was outside our realm of expertise. And eventually my wife realized that this was a huge need, just like you did. And you realized it early on right away, it took yeah. us about five years and we're like, wow, if we could add in some nutrition coaching, we would probably help our clients get dramatically better results. And when we did, they did. And it happened exactly, exactly like that. Uh, the second thing that you mentioned that's really interesting is that uh, it brings in a third of your revenue. And so Chris Cooper's written about this a ton where he said, originally there were you know, sort of three ends of your business. You've got group coaching, personal coaching, and nutrition. And now with the COVID crisis, we found that there might be a fourth one that's online coaching. The cool part about nutrition is that it can be online, correct? Right, right. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so we didn't really lose any of our nutrition clients when the um, quarantine started. Honestly, we probably um, got more nutrition clients just because people were struggling with their nutrition. Um, you're stuck at home. Like all you want to do is eat and cook and um, do those things with your kids. And so you're, we kind of joke that people have gained the COVID-19 because yep. um, we've had members that are like, Oh, I just completely lost track of my nutrition and my fitness. And I just couldn't stay on, on top of it. So it's definitely a need. And I think, um, if anything, COVID kind of showed us that if we're not offering nutrition in our gyms, we need to be because people that had diabetes and hypertension um, and those underlying metabolic disorders were hit the hardest with the COVID disease and had the most fatalities with it. So if you're offering those services to the members in your gym, like you're helping them combat those chronic diseases to that if something like this ever happens again, they're going to be more well off in the long run because we know that you can't out-exercise a bad diet. Right. 
we had the exact same experience. Uh, our nutrition program at our gym continued and actually grew during COVID. We weren't able to sell any fitness memberships whatsoever, but people were actively contacting us despite the fact that we weren't doing any marketing asking about nutrition. So it was the exact right. same thing. And let's be honest, stress is high. People are drinking more, just like you said, people are eating more. So it's all the stuff that they need some help with right now. And a lot of them are really looking for accountability, you know, as I'm sure you found where they're just like, I am struggling with life right now. Tell me what to eat. Tell me when to work out and help me. So let's get, let's get right into the details. This is Gym owners, uh, a lot of them know that they want to do nutrition or think that they should, but they really struggle to get a program going. Maybe they're intimidated or they don't know what to do. You know, what is in, in the brief section, how do you, how did you start this program and how do you make it grow? So I think you first have to have to lay out the process as to how you want your nutrition program to run. So if you're just flying by the seat of your pants, um, you're probably not going to give everyone the same accountability. You're not going to give them the same prescription nutrition prescription. And so you really need to kind of develop that process as to how you want your nutrition program to be. And as a gym owner, you may not want to run your nutrition program, but you're probably going to have to start that process. So that way you can pass that that program on to someone else. So you need to develop your SOPs, your, your operating processes. Um, you need to decide what you want your nutrition program to entail, how you want to price it, what your nutrition coaches want to make, all those types of things. And then you have to find, once you get those processes going, test it out on your coaches. They can like be your best asset. They can give you feedback on how they liked the nutrition program. They can give you changes that you think you should make um, and all those kinds of things. And then once you get it rolling, you can start finding those great nutrition coaches. So they're normally someone that has maybe had results through your nutrition program. Um, we found it really helpful to hire like healthcare professionals, like nurses are great nutrition coaches, right? They care about like health and fitness. That's why they went in to become nurses. Um, and they also have some of that medical background knowledge that they can explain like what high blood pressure is and what diabetes is. And so they can help their clients understand why that's so important. That I love what you said about testing it on coaches. That's a really great piece of advice that people can do. You almost get a freebie there, right? Where you can kind of work out right. the kinks on people who are going to give you honest feedback and then make the thing great for when you launch it to clients. You mentioned pricing and staffing. Those are huge issues. We're going to dig into those uh, in more detail in just a sec. The first thing I want to ask you though is if someone's listening right now, give them a couple of steps to just that they would, what is the first thing that they should do? So they're just like someone who's listening has no idea how to start a nutrition program. What do they do? Like, are they looking to get a, some sort of credential? Uh, do they start with pricing? What do they do right away? So if you have no idea how to coach nutrition, you might want to get some kind of coaching certification. The PN certification is precision nutrition is a great certification. Um, to go through. It teaches you all about motivational interviewing and digging into those clients' goals. But nutrition coaching doesn't have to be complicated. A lot of it is just accountability and helping people change those habits. We aren't really focused on like numbers and stuff like that. It's like changing those lifelong habits that are going to build up over time. Um, those small changes like cutting out the soda, cutting out the sweets, stuff like that, where that they make those changes overall or for a long time, they're going to add up to big results because we don't want them to think that this is a quick, easy process. Like nutrition is hard and it's a lot of, um, sometimes you're like their counselor, like they're like, they just need someone to talk to and vent to. And that's a lot of what nutrition coaching is but to get your program started. Um, I normally would say launch it with a challenge. It doesn't have to be a complicated challenge. It could be like a 30 day nutrition challenge. So it, what you do is during those 30 days, um, you meet with your clients twice at the beginning of the challenge, at the end of the challenge, like a 15 minute 
consultation beginning and end. You get their measurements, you see what their daily habits are, you look and see what they're looking for, what their goals are, and kind of give them a plan, a plan of action. So um, maybe the first week you quit drinking soda, maybe the second week you add in veggies to your meal, maybe the third week um, you try to limit your drinking of alcohol. And then um, add them to a Facebook page, like create a nutrition challenge Facebook page give tips on that Facebook page. And then just kind of send out once a week, a weekly um, tip. So it could be post your, a healthy breakfast consists of this, post your breakfast ideas in the group page. Um, the next thing could be um, post your lunches, look, give them an idea of what a healthy lunch is. Um, and just make it not super complicated, but kind of launch that with a nutrition challenge. And then make sure before that challenge ends, you have some kind of ongoing nutrition option ready to go because you don't want to do a challenge and get people interested in nutrition and then have nothing to offer them afterwards. Right. So that, this sounds to me a lot like what, you know, Josh Martin said in a previous episode here on two Ring radio, where it's not about teaching the squat. It's not about teaching like muscle protein synthesis and all the finer points of nutrition. It's about behavior modification. And if you can do that and get someone to work out and show up at the gym, you can get them to drink a little bit less soda. You can do some general things. And of course, nutrition is, is highly nuanced and very complicated at the highest levels. You could do multiple PhDs on it. But if you can start with like, dude, eat a few more vegetables and then do that, you know, twice a week as opposed to no times a week, that's a huge step forward. So that's really interesting where some people may be overcomplicated and they're intimidated by the whole concept of nutrition because they're not, you know, registered dietitians and so forth, but they can just start with behavior modification. And a challenge, like you said, is a, is a great way. We actually have uh, plug and play challenges available to brain business clients to teach them exactly how to do this, where you just download the stuff and you run through it. And it tells you what you can make on the thing. You can, how you staff it, all sorts of stuff like that. It's a great resource. If you're a two brain business client, ask your mentor about that. This brings up one interesting point. Registered dietitians, do you need to have or be one to teach you need to look at your state laws as to what you can do. Okay. In most states, what we just talked about is not giving a prescription. We're not giving medical nutrition. We're not, you're not giving them numbers to follow. You're not giving them meal plans. So in almost any state, you can give them little pieces of accountability. And that's all nutrition coaching really is, right? So it's habits-based stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so, habit-based stuff rather than getting into the science-y stuff. And you are going to have those clients that do need the science-y stuff to it. And when it comes to like curing someone's diabetes and trying to get them off high blood pressure medicine, you probably are going to need to refer them to their physician and work kind of more medical nutrition therapy-wise. And in a lot of states, you're not qualified or credentialed to do that. And so you just have to make sure that you check your state laws and that you're following in your state laws. But in every state, you should be able to do nutrition coaching. It's just to what extent you can you can do that in. So that's a huge piece of research then too. When you're starting this out, do some simple checking and make sure that you what you can do what you want to do. And there are ways to kind of exactly like you said, modify your program so that you're well within the laws. You're not go going outside your scope of practice. And there are ways uh, to work with dietitians if you need to in certain cases. Uh, here where I'm at, we actually don't, we're not required to work with a dietitian, but we do, we happen to have one as well. Uh, and she's great because she helps us access, our uh, clients access insurance. So there's some interesting ways that you can kind of figure things out. Uh, but do that yeah, research sure. when you start your program for sure. Uh, huge one. This is a big one. I know this one has come up a number of times. Uh, so we'll ask the big question. How do you price this stuff? Is it more valuable than fitness coaching? Less valuable? How do you price this? So in our gym, we charge more for nutrition coaching um, wow, okay. than we do for CrossFit. Um, we base our nutrition coaching rates on our PT rates um, okay. because you're getting 
it's comparable to private training, right? Like it's not a group, you're not in a group model. Um, you're getting personalized attention to you. So at our gym, our PT rates are $65 an hour. So we kind of have two parts to our nutrition program. We have our initial nutrition program, which lasts three months or 90 days, because we know that it takes about 90 days for people to really get a grasp on nutrition. If they do a nutrition with you for 30 days, they're not going to get those lifelong habits ingrained that they need to be successful. So for those first three months, we charge more because it takes, it takes more work. They need, they need a lot more education, a lot more accountability, all those types of things. So for the first three months, we have added up um, how much time each coach spends with the client. It equals out to be about seven hours. Yeah. So our PT rate is 65 an hour um, for seven hours. I can't do the math, but it ends up being $150 a month for three months split up yeah. over the month. So what that includes is um, the client gets a one-hour nutrition consult. Um, so during that hour, they sit down with the coach. Um, they really get to know their client. Um, the client and the coach get to build that relationship about trust and stuff like that. Um, they get a lot of nutrition education. Um, they get an in-body scan, and they get they set goals. So they set those SMART goals that are um, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-sensitive, and they set long-term and short-term goals. So um, they have the one-hour nutrition consult, and then that leaves about two hours a month um, for them to get nutrition coaching. So they also get a 30-minute check-in each month, an in-person check-in, and then that leaves the coach about 15-minute um, 15 minutes a week to do their um, check-ins or accountability check-ins. So whether it's food log check-ins, asking about their goals, asking about what went well, it just gives that coach 15 minutes throughout the week to just interact with those clients. Then after that, um, our clients can move to ongoing nutrition, which we only charge 75 a month for that. Um, it roughly, it, they get one 15 minute um, in-person consult where we do their measurements and whatnot. And then it still gives that coach 15 minutes a week to do their check-ins with the client. So if I'm hearing this properly, it sounds like uh, your nutrition challenge rates are a little bit more equivalent to your group CrossFit rates, right? Where you've got these two group programs where it's not as high touch, it's not as personalized, it's general, right? But right. then you've got personal training and you've got personalized nutrition coaching where it sounds very high touch. You've got a coach who's meeting with someone regularly, goal setting, all that stuff. There's a lot of touch points in there. It sounds like a really valuable service to me. Yeah, it is. Like our group CrossFit rate is only one, not only, it's 115 a month. So our nutrition yeah. is about higher valuable, higher value. And we'll do, we'll charge, sometimes we'll run different challenges that are more in depth. Um, and we might charge a little bit higher for those, but we don't run nutrition challenges that often. Right. Um, we kind of make them like, you want to get in that nutrition challenge if we have it. So we always do the beginning of the year nutrition challenge because um, everyone wants to get back into their health and fitness for that New Year's resolution. And then we'll do a nutrition challenge before the open just to try to get people on track before the open. But we, our clients and like our communities know that those are the only two challenges that we run a year because we don't want to devalue our nutrition program. Not that challenges do, but like we know that people get so much from individual coaching that we want them to to, to follow that program rather than just doing a challenge. Yeah. And it's like an easy access point, right? Where you get, you're getting people to like, maybe who've never done nutrition challenge or done anything with nutrition. This helps them just try it out, realize right. it's maybe not scary. I can do it, find some successes. And then you've got the program set up where they can just slide right into that, which is great. Uh, my wife has the same concerns with stuff where she doesn't want to run, you know, 
28 day challenges necessarily, because exactly like you said, nutrition coaching and, and making changes through nutrition takes like 90 days to see some results. It's not like a quick fix thing and um, crash diets and things like that. They, you know, you could lose some weight on a crash diet, but it generally doesn't stay off. It's not sustainable. Building sustainable practices over 90 days sounds a lot more reasonable. So I'm on the right. exact same page with you on that. Uh, when we're talking about all these, all these different things that coaches have to do. Let me ask you this. How many clients, you know, can one person manage reasonably? What, or when does it become overwhelming? And it, when it does, how do you find staff to deal with that? So I think it's individualized, right? It depends on your nutrition coach. We have six nutrition coaches between two of our between Are the two just locations. Dedicated? Are they dedicated just to nutrition? So one, it's her full-time job. Okay. Like she does nutrition coaching. She actually is the head of our nutrition program. Cause like you, like you said in the intro, like I'm a nurse practitioner, we run two gyms. Like mm-hmm. I handle and oversee the nutrition program, but I have the luxury of kind of deciding who I want to coach nutrition with. Um, and then she takes on the majority of nutrition clients. So like for her, it's her full-time job. Like she has no problem managing 50 nutrition clients at a time. Five zero. Yeah. She'll do wow. 50 and have no problem with it. She That's just great. is very detailed and keeps good records and, 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 and she wants to, like she tells me her cap and I know what she can handle. But then I have another nutrition coach who um, has two girls that are below one and she coaches the 5am CrossFit and she doesn't want more than like 10 nutrition clients at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's really having that conversation with each coach and, and deciding this is what I can handle and making sure that you're constantly communicating with them to make sure that you're not overwhelming them because you don't want to overwhelm them so much that your clients aren't getting what they paid for and aren't getting that really good nutrition service. Yeah. But that said, you've got one person who can comfortably handle 50 because you've documented procedures. You know exactly how much time it takes per client and you've budgeted everything, set her schedule. And so she's probably having a great, a great time servicing 50 clients who are getting great results. And then you can scale back for others based on how much time it takes and the efficiency that you've created with your systems. Right. And that coach that has 50 clients at a time, like she used to be a full-time registered nurse and she quit her job to do nutrition coaching because with all those clients, she was able to make her, her, her RN salary and able to make her own schedule and make it flexible and work from home and do all those kinds of things. And so that just, it was her passion. And so it worked out really great for her. And I imagine as, as someone gets more experienced, there are efficiencies that can be found in the time per client. There's still the service standard stays high, but the time to deliver it goes down. Yeah. And it's making sure that you like that you have those processes in place and that your coaches know exactly what to do and helping them deliver it and communicating with your clients. Like, how do you want us to check in? And we haven't found like a really great software yet that we like love doing nutrition coaching through. Um, we're working through that. Um, but that would be a huge step too, just because it would save a lot of time doing that. Yeah, that is something that we uh, when we were putting out our software article, uh, we heard that in the in the Two Brain Business Growth Group. A lot of gym owners are not satisfied yet with the software that they have for managing their gyms. They're also not satisfied totally with the personal training and nutrition software. Uh, I've heard yeah. that some of the personal training stuff is better, but I've heard that the nutrition aspects of that are also they're often not great. Is that your experience as well? Yeah, it's not great. Like you you need something that can integrate my fitness pal that you mm-hmm. can. Um, message with them privately that they can upload pictures and their weights and there's just not a good a good program that does all of that stuff out there right now so if any software developers are out there listening that is a market (laughs) hole that needs to be filled and you'd have some uh, two brain clients banging your door down right away probably if you developed a great nutrition app uh I want to ask you about how you find staff, but because we touched on already, I'm going to ask you a better question first. How do you pay staff members in a nutrition program? What's the best way to do that? 
pay them. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. So we pay four nights on everything. Um, okay, so 44%. Coaches, yep. 44%. We, okay. So for our full-time nutrition coach, the one that was an RN, she handles all of our corporate nutrition um, because that is a huge task on its own. Um, just like starting those, con- initiating those conversations and having meetings and all that type of stuff. So she also gets paid commission off of her corporate challenges that she, that she seals. So um, say we get a $5,000 corporate nutrition challenge deal. She'll get 10% of that challenge just for doing all the work. And then she'll get four nights of whatever, however many people that she coaches out of that challenge. Okay. Uh, and the four nights model, the beauty of that is that your, your staff costs are tied to revenue. So whenever, whenever someone brings in a client and signs someone up at hundred bucks and makes 44, the gym makes a chunk. But the interesting part, just a very quick breakdown for the two brain, uh, for people who aren't in the two brain family, four nines, the largest percentage is going to go to the coach. Okay. After that, you've got 22%, two nines that you're going to allocate to fi- fixed costs. And that's like, overhead and so forth, and just keeping the lights on at the gym. And then three ninths is going to be profit. So 33% is the profit margin that gyms target. So that's the breakdown there. And the great part about this model as applies to nutrition is that there's not a staff cost that isn't tied to actual revenue. So it's very tough to lose money on that, correct? Like, have you had, have you found that in your experience that this is just a bonus for everyone? Yeah, you can't. I mean, you're not losing any. There's no expense to starting a nutrition program. I mean, eventually, um, once you get it started, you can invest in in body scan, but that's only going to bring revenue to your gym, not not be an added expense. Yeah, and there's ways I've heard of people, and we did this of uh, running challenges right away using the in body, planning it out, and you can almost cover the cost of the thing if you're if you're creative enough and market this thing, and all of a sudden you bought this piece of hardware marketed it, used it in a challenge and recouped almost all the costs of it right away. So that's a really, a really nice one uh, to do. Okay. So that covers staffing, how to pay them. Now, how do you find these wonderful people? That's always people are like, how do I staff my gym? How do I staff a nutrition program? Where do you find qualified staff members? Do you develop them or do you find them and hire them? We, we pretty much develop them. Mm-hmm. Um, we found that that's, we live in a cornfield, so there's not a lot of people around us that have done nutrition coaching in the past. So you've so got carbs us, covered. Yeah. Our carbs are like rigged lockdown. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah it's bad. Um, so for us, it's finding um, gym members. Like the two that we found um, in our first location are one of them's in school to become a registered dietitian. So she was an easy one to find. She's been a longtime yes. member. Had a really desire to do nutrition coaching, was super interested in it, um, is healthy, all those kinds of things. And then the other one is a nurse, like I said before. So she has a passion for nutrition. Um, she used to do that lovely. She used to be a beach body coach. So she liked helping other people. Um, and so we, we went through some other coaches that did not work out because they didn't have that passion, um, for helping other people and that knowledge and stuff. So in our other location, um, one of them was a school teacher. Um, I think she actually teaches health education. So she was an easy, an easy find. Um, and then the other one, um, has her L2. She, um, is super interested in nutrition, has, a background um, with some disordered eating. So she kind of understands like the emotional aspect that was tied to the nutrition because a lot of nutrition is emotional, right? Yeah, like it is. you're overweight. It's because you're binge, you're binge eating and you probably don't have a healthy relationship for food. So she was, she was a great find because she understood what those clients were going through. So I would say like, start with um, 
clients that have been in your nutrition program that have had great results that are like super bought in or start with people in your gym that, you know, have some kind of background in nutrition or, or healthcare and stuff like that. That's so looking for low hanging fruit, so to speak, some people who are really either very good at doing programs themselves or some people that have some education related interrelated field, like healthcare or something like that. Yeah. Uh, have you, have you had any success with someone who had, you know, no nutrition background and just try to challenge. And then they went through a course and became a nutrition, nutrition coach. Does that work for you? Yeah. They went through a precision nutrition course yeah. and have been a great coach. Yeah. Very, very cool. So how would you recommend if someone was going to take one course, would you recommend the precision nutrition to start? I don't know. I just finished WAG and I really liked it too, but mm-hmm. PN is a lot more, uh, WAG is a lot more number based and macros um, and stuff like that, where PN is a lot more of the um, reason why you have these behaviors and motivational energy interviewing and changing your habits. So I would say that if you're going to start with one, you should probably do precision nutrition just so you get um, how to actually coach someone. Okay. How long from when, let's say you found a person, you said, hi, I think you'd be a great nutrition coach. Would you be interested in doing it? How long from that conversation would you suggest that it takes for that person to then start taking on clients? What's the education arc? I think it kind of depends on the person and how, how willing they are to work with you and, and mm-hmm. do stuff like that. But um, like I had one coach that got her PN certification in a weekend. Like she just okay. dove in and got it and got it done. Um, I make them um, shadow so much. Um, they have to shadow like three intro consults or three one hour sessions. Um, so you might not have three one hour startups right away. So it depends on how busy your program is too. So they have to shadow three startups and then I have to, um, shadow them for three startups. So we do about six nutrition clients together and then, um, based on the person, I'll let them go on their own. Okay. And do you have like a... That's only if you have your processes down. Like if you don't right. have your SOPs and processes down, it's going to take a lot longer to do that. So that's what I was going to ask is exactly like you hand them like a, essentially a staff playbook and the procedures are saying, this is the standard of service. This is what each client gets. This is how much you do. This is what you do. Correct. Yeah. And then they yeah. can just run from it from there. Yeah. So again, if you guys, if you're out there and you're listening and you're not putting your processes down, it's very replicate. It's very difficult to replicate a program when you don't do that. And again, I've been in the guy where I said, oh, I'll do it another time, another time. If you don't do it, you'll never be able to have a pro- hand a program off. If you do it and you do it well, and a mentor can help you do this, all of a sudden you're able to bring in people that have soft skills and educate them and hand them a piece of paper or you know a digital copy and say, this is how we do it. Do you have questions? No, we're all on the same page and you can scale things very quickly because like you said, you identify good people. Let's say you got 20 new clients tomorrow. You would have to maybe identify a coach, but you could very easily replicate your processes and scale up fast, correct? Oh yeah, for sure. And get them started maybe in a week if they, if they were eager enough to train and get started. So what would be, what would be the, the most important document? Would it be like a nutrition coach playbook or would it be like a roles responsibilities document? Or what's, what is your the one thing that someone listening today needs? A nutrition playbook. They need a playbook. They need exactly what they do, what the clients get, how they do it. That is even down to the detail, like how you put them in the computer system, how you build them, how you, how many times a week you're checking in with them, how you, how you set up their next check-in. Like you need to lay out exactly what is going on so you can just pass it on to someone else. And I know that we have ramp up clients do that for uh, other roles in their business. 
Uh, and it is a tedious weekend. There's no getting around the fact that writing down processes and procedures is tedious. And for some, it's annoying. I kind of like the nuts and bolts and details. Other people despise it. But if you do it that one time, all you have to do from then is just audit it regularly once, you know, every six months, a year, update things as procedures change. And then you can literally just hand the stuff off to people and get hit the ground running. So again, if you're intimidated by doing these procedures, do it. It will pay off. It is a huge investment and it will pay off. Uh, you mentioned something really interesting earlier. I want to circle back to nutri- corporate nutrition. So yes. this is a this is a huge one where it's kind of like the great whales out there, right? Where you've got all these small fish, and then you see these great whales that are the corporate nutrition programs. So yeah. if people let's let's assume that uh, people are already doing nutrition services, but they want to start looking at corporate stuff, how do they start that? Start with your members and your gym. Ah, affinity so, marketing, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. So start with your members that own businesses um, and ask them if they would be interested in doing nutrition for their for their business. It doesn't have to, like, when you think of corporate, it does not have to be some huge corporate challenge. Like, we had a member that is a dentist, um, and he has, he really values CrossFit and nutrition. And so he came to us, and he paid for CrossFit and nutrition for his office for a whole year. Wow, everyone. that's great. So, um, we don't normally do corporate challenges like that. That was like a, not a normal one, but, um, start with business owners. It can be an insurance agency. It can be a dentist office. It can be, um, anyone. We had a construction company do it, start with them and and try to get in, especially your seed clients, right? Cause they're going to be more likely to help you. Um, Seed clients are your best clients, guys. If you're listening, that is your very best clients. The people that know, like, and trust you most that buy most of your stuff and recommend you to others. Yes. So start with, start with the people in your gym that own businesses and your CE clients. After that, start with your members that have had really good results on your nutrition program and ask to, for them to give you the contact information either for their HR department or their wellness department. Um, I've found that it, it doesn't really work very well just to send out random emails to companies. Like if you don't have any insight, you're probably not going to get a very good response. But if you can get in, if you can get a connection in that business and get someone to hook up, hook you guys up, um, set up a phone call, maybe even the three of you do a phone call, it turns it works so much better. Um, and then after, once you get those corporate, those deals set up, um, we have ongoing corporate deals. So we have a, like probably a handful of corporations that we just do a challenge with every year. Um, oh. And so we, they had good results. We got feedback from them. We made changes to what they want to change. And then every year it rolls around and we do corporate challenges with them. So we have one company that's an oil company and um, they employ like a, a ton of people. But almost every year we do a challenge with them of like 172 people. Wow. So how are, how, I have some questions about that, but the first one I want to ask yeah. is how are HR, are HR departments generally receptive to this? Like when you say, when you pitch this thing and say, Hey, nutrition challenge, do they kind of just blink and stare at you or are they, are they interested or how does the response from most HR departments? Most businesses have some kind of wellness budget. Good. Okay. That's um, interesting. It's definitely becoming a newer thing. Um, and if you can show them results that you've had through another new, for, through your nutrition clients, um, like have a nutrition client binder, show them results of nutrition only clients, show them results of past corporate challenges. I mean, if it's your first corporate challenge, obviously you're not going to have those, but you can use your past clients, show them, um, what, why they should be doing corporate wellness, right? So it decreases absentees from work. It'll lower their insurance costs. Um, it makes employees more productive. Um, I think the main thing is that it shows employees that you value them, right? It's like, 
we value their, your health. We value your wellness. We're investing in you. Um, and that, and that helps with employee retention a ton. Um, so that's kind of how we, how we kind of get them involved in the nutrition. So that's one, there's one, um, we'll call it a, a trackable metric that doesn't maybe have a number attached to it. And that's just employee satisfaction where it's like my company cares about me, right? Like I feel good. It's a feel yeah. good thing. But then you also mentioned yeah. some trackable stuff where uh, HR departments that are, are taking a look at this stuff, when nutrition and health increase, they should see happier employees who are showing up at work more often. And they should also see reduced insurance costs because maybe I don't need quite so much medication or maybe my doctor is super happy with my blood pressure now. Uh, so there's better things that are happening. Are there any other trackable metrics like our nutrition or our HR departments think, you know, do they want to see like weight loss or anything like that? Or is it just other things? They do like, cause those numbers look great. Like if you can yeah. walk in there and show like, Hey, we had a hundred people participate and they lost over a thousand pounds. Like, wow, wow. Your program works. Um, but a lot of it is just more about their employee satisfaction. I think. Mm -hmm. And some of them for sure. There are not all employees want to lose weight. I'm sure there are people who say, I no. want to gain muscle. I want to do other yeah. things. I just, I want to feel better. It's not related to weight, but I do get that that is often like a big number that people like to see. Right. Uh, let, let's go back to what you were saying there with, uh, like, how do you price something like this? So with, you're talking corporate nutrition, it, you're setting up probably challenges. Like you've got 172 people you're talking about, not individualized coaching, but yep. how do you set up a challenge for these guys? How do you price it? Is it exactly what you said before? Or is it a different process? So um, if we do a six week challenge in our gym, um, we charge $175. Mm -hmm. um, they get, that gives them a one hour nutrition consult in a group. It's not individualized. Like it's a group nutrition mm -hmm. consult. So it can be either be via Zoom. We'll record them and send them out in a recording if they can't get it. So they get a one hour nutrition education. Um, and then they get an in-body scan at the start, the middle and the end. Um, and then they just get um, a check-in with a coach once a week. So the coach doesn't necessarily review their food logs or anything like that. When they do the in-body scan, the coach um, will kind of give them some numbers that maybe they should try to hit and try to talk to them about um, what goals they want. But when they do the check-ins, it's not necessarily like a food log. You didn't hit your numbers goal. It's more like a what habits are you working on this week? It's a lot more of a habit-based program. Um, so we charge a hundred, we, how many members, how many participants they have kind of varies on how much we charge. So, um, we kind of give them a break, the more participants that they have. So right. we charge 175, um, for zero to 25 clients. We don't ever do one less than 10. It's just not worth, it's just not worth the time. Um, and then we charge 50 to a hundred is $150. And then anything over a hundred people is $125. And my coaches feel like that's very reasonable. Like when we set out that price structure, we sat down with them and was, is this worth your time? Is this worth how much time you're investing in it? But they're normally sharing the tasks of the nutrition hour startup. Um, there's a lot of like bulk emailing going out. There's a lot of like interaction in the Facebook group. That they're just not contributing to. So they, they get, they get a big sum of money for not a ton of work. Okay. And our, are the H like are the corporations are they covering all the costs generally or do they kick in a percentage and they and, the, and their employees pick up some of it or how does that work? It just depends. Some cover all of it. Wow. Um, some cover all of it, and we've had them cover all of it for their employees and their spouses too. Okay, that's cool. That'd be a good. That's a, a job with a great benefits package. Yeah. So the um, we've done it with the local police department three times, and all three times they've covered the police and their spouses. Um, wow. And then sometimes the 
the last court, the last huge one that we did, the employee, the corporation covered all of it except $50. They wanted their employees to have a little skin in the pot. So uh, the employees had to pay $50. Still reasonable. Yeah. No. So it just depends on the corporation. We work with them to see what works best with them. A lot of them cover the whole cost, but there are some that make employees cover a little bit. I think I know the answer to this and I'll ask it anyway. At the end of the challenge, do you have a way for people who are happy and like it to do ongoing coaching with you? Yep. Yep. How many, is that common for them to do that? Yeah, we have a lot of them. So we we tend to take the in-body scanner to the business on the first and the second scan, but the third scan, we make the employees come to the gym. It's kind of like a tactic to get them to see that our gym's sure. not scary. Um, and it gives the coaches more time to like sit down and see what went well for those clients the last six weeks. Um, and a lot of those clients do move on to ongoing nutrition. So that becomes that becomes a huge feeder program for your main nutrition system. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. And then they're in our, they're in our billing system. So they're getting that, that nurturing from our gym about nutrition coaching. And so even if they don't continue, they might get that email three months down the road and be like, Oh crap, I should probably contact them and get back in their nutrition program. Do you see that happening in waves? Like as seasons change, like January 1st, you might get a big uptick or, or do you see that happening? Oh, it's you know, beach seasons coming around. Is that how it goes? Yeah. And it's going right now too. Like everyone's like, I need nutrition back. I don't see a huge uptick in it. Um, like from past clients coming back. Yes. But like new clients, almost every new client that comes in our gym is comes in with nutrition and CrossFit. Like we're, we very well grounded ourselves as like a health and wellness center rather than just a CrossFit gym. And so almost every single member that comes into our gym comes in on a hybrid CrossFit nutrition membership. Now, I'm going to imagine that drives up your average revenue per member above what most gyms are probably looking at. Yeah. I mean, so if you came into our gym um, and are a new member, you're paying $375 a month for CrossFit nutrition for those first three months. And that's most gyms, you know, who didn't haven't priced themselves properly are well below that would look at a 375 average revenue or they'd be just shocked that that's even possible. But I'm going to guess that these people are getting probably results, I would guess, twice as fast as opposed to if they were just doing nutrition or just fitness. Yeah. So we didn't have the hybrid model until about a year ago, I would say. Um, but in the last year is when we've really had those clients reach that 50, 75 weight loss mark. And so we're able to be like, look, they're doing CrossFit nutrition and they're losing 50 pounds in a reasonable way over six to six to 12 months and they're keeping it off and they feel so much better. And that really is a win for everyone, right? Because you're helping the clients and the client, it makes it easy to sell. I imagine uh, we've talked with Jeff Burlingame and some of our sales experts is it's, it's less about selling and more about helping. And if you can tell a person, like I can literally change your life here and take off 50 or 75 pounds, of course, you can't promise that right off the bat because they have to do the work. But if right. you can change a life like that, it's worth 300 to $400 for sure. And you get the results so much faster. We had that experience at our gym where as soon as people started doing nutrition, everything changed dramatically. We'd had clients that would, you know, look and perform the same way for months and even years at a time. As soon as they started changing their diet, you would see physical changes even within weeks, which sounds ridiculous, but I'm sure you've seen that yourself. Yeah, It's just amazing what happens even in weeks. Then we'd hear back from their doctors. They'd bring us medical results and they'd have their blood work would be showing changes. And it sounds again, like we're selling snake oil, but it's literally documented stuff where these clients are having huge transformations. And again, it sounds like a marketing term, but literally happening before your eyes with diet and exercise combined. Yeah. And it, it, it's just crazy. Like 
you have to think back to like, why, why did you start a CrossFit gym? Like for us, we started a CrossFit gym because we wanted to help people become healthier, not, not be CrossFit games athletes. Like our whole mission is to make our community healthier, healthier. And so for me, like we're, it would be crazy to not offer nutrition. Like I love being able to coach nutrition at the gym because a lot of my clients or a lot of my patients that walk into my office do not want to hear me talk about nutrition and exercise to them. Like they want a quick fix. They want a diet pill, a pill to fix their blood pressure. But these people that are coming to your gym, like actually want to make change. And it's amazing to be able to work with them and help them develop these habits. Um, they're not looking for quick fixes. They're willing to put in the work. And it's so rewarding to be able to help them do that. So what would you say to the gym owner who's listening right now is kind of on the fence about adding a nutrition program? You are hurting yourself and your members by not offering it just because you, we know, like we know you can't outwork a bad diet. And so if you're only offering exercise at your gym, um, your members are not going to have the results and they're not going to have the long-term health benefits that CrossFit could be rewarding them by not offering them nutrition. And we can help. Uh, how can people, how can people find out more about how you can help them? How do you, how do they access you? So I have, if you're a two brain client, I have office hours every Friday at 11, 10 Eastern, where you can ask questions, do all that stuff. Um, my email address is onesie.anshalike at two brain business. And if you are a two brain client um, and you need help launching your nutrition program, um, I am available for specialty calls. So you can either replace your growth call every month. You can replace your growth call and um, book a call with me, or you can purchase another call and we can talk about your nutrition program and how to get it started for you. And for people who want to get to you who aren't two brain clients, they're going to go through the ramp up and then you're going to be available as their mentor sees fit or how does that work? Yeah. Well, if you're in ramp up, you can actually access office hours too. So as soon as you start the ramp up program, you can get on office hours with me and we can try to help launch that nutrition program. All right. Thank you, Lindsay. And thank you all for listening to two brain radio. I'm Mike Workman and I was here with nutrition business expert, Lindsay Van Schoen. Want more actionable advice based on data? Check out Gym Owners United on Facebook. In that group, you'll find daily tactics from Chris Cooper, as well as the support of a host of business owners from all over the world. That group, again, is Gym Owners United on Facebook. Please join today. Thanks for tuning into Two Brain Radio, and please subscribe for more episodes wherever you get your podcasts.